Tempe Brilliance Podcast with Monique Malcolm, a show about creative people leveraging their brilliance to create their own opportunities. I aim to show you what's really possible when you shut down the chorus of fear and lean into your genius zone. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting keepchasingthestars.com backslash podcast. This episode of Pempier Brilliance is sponsored by the Pempier Content Playbook. The Pempier Content Playbook helps you create, remix, and repurpose your content in less time. Use these plug-and-play templates to streamline your content creation process, get more mileage out of the content you're already creating, eliminate overwhelm, and fill your social media queue. To grab your copy of the Pempier Content Playbook, visit pempiercontent.com. This is episode 26. For more information or for show notes, you can find them at keepchasingthestars.com backslash two six. Hey guys, welcome to part three of the Better Content Creation series. So far, we've discussed the anatomy of great content, where I broke down the five things that a great piece of content has. And in last week's episode, I talked about a simple way to brainstorm tons of on-brand content ideas. Today, I want to talk about how do you actually create those content ideas in a consistent and streamlined manner? Because what is the good of having a bunch of content ideas written down if you aren't actually creating them? And you totally should be because your content is what helps you grow. It's what helps create your influence. It's what helps sell your offers and lets people know that you are smart enough to solve their problems. So you definitely should be creating content, but better than that, you should be creating content that is streamlined and quick to create. So I want to share with you two really simple ways that I streamline my content creation. And hopefully this will give you some ideas that you can use for your own business. All right, so let's just jump in. The first way is by documenting your content creation process. And I've talked about processes before. But just in case you need a refresher, a process is a series of steps that you take to get something done. So if you're creating blog posts, you should have a blog post creation process. If you do YouTube and you make videos, you should have a video creation process. Essentially, it's how you go from blog, no blog posts to having a blog post ready to publish. You would follow your blog post creation process from the beginning to end. You need a process for every type of content that you create in your business. So whether you're a YouTuber or a blogger, or you just need to write newsletters or create things to share on social media, you should have a process in place for that. Pretty much anything that you do that's repeated and has basically the same steps every single time should have a documented process in place. Having a clear process enables you to create your content faster And it ensures that your content is consistent. And this is really important when you go to take on guest posts or if you were to outsource parts of your content creation to someone else, you want to make sure that you have a clear path from A to Z so that when that person sits down to write that blog post or format your blog post, they don't need to think about what to do next. They would just flow through the process. So let me share with you an example of my blog post creation process. So it's, it consists of five broad sections 
And just keep in mind that all of these sections have smaller individual tasks underneath them. But it would be write the blog post, create the images, create a content upgrade if that's necessary for this post, inserting SEO into the back end of WordPress, and then content promotion. So as I said, those are the broad steps. And there are more detailed steps under each of those broader sections. So for example, writing the post, that would include outlining the post, writing a draft, making edits, creating a headline or a title for that post. So there's several things under each one of those. And pretty much when I sit down to write a blog post, I start at the top and I work my way down to the end of my process. So I'm sure at this point you're wondering, how do I create my processes and how do I document them? The easiest way to do that is to actually pretend that you're working through your process and write down all the steps that you're doing. I personally find it easier to write out the broad steps and then under each of those broad steps, note the smaller individual steps underneath it. But maybe you just want to go from A to Z all in one full swoop. That's okay too. It doesn't matter. Either way works. But you want to make sure after you've written down your processes, all those steps, that you actually save them somewhere and start to build out your business's operating procedures. I like to do this in Google Drive. So if you have a Gmail address or you use Google Apps for work, you should have access to Google Drive. You can create a folder in there that says processes or standard operating procedures and save it as a doc. Detailed, you know, write all your steps out, any special notes of things that you want to remember, and then save that. So that way you have that document all ready to go in case you bring somebody on or somebody else helps you with your content creation. Another thing that I like to do is take those steps that I've broken down and put them into a project management system. So I personally use Asana. Other people prefer Trello. It doesn't really matter which one. Either way, you can make a section where you save all of your processes and you just detail them step by step. And this is really good for me because whenever I sit down to edit a podcast, I just go through my process. I open up Asana and I check them off as I complete the steps. So that way, if I get disrupted and I have to come back, I know where I left off. Or if I'm just working on a part of the podcast editing process at one time, I know what parts need to be done that day. And then I save the rest for another time. So that is my first way that you can streamline your content creation. Now, I want to share with you a second way, an often overlooked way to streamline your content creation that I have found is using templates. And too many new content creators make the mistake of reinventing the wheel every time they need to publish new content. And that is a total waste of time. That is what templates are for, guys. So please make sure that you create some templates for yourself. Essentially, a template is a preset format for a document or a file. So think graphic templates and content templates, and we'll talk about those in just a second. But it's used so that you don't have to recreate the basic formatting every time for that particular thing. So think about how you can save time there. Templates save me so much time because I never have to create a piece of content from scratch. It doesn't matter if I'm recording a podcast, if I'm writing a blog post, if I'm creating graphics for social media, I use a template as my starting point. What I like most about templates 
is that I can save them with all the little formatting details, especially things that I tend to forget that I need for a specific type of content. And then when I'm ready to create it, I just go to my template. So using a template allows me to do all of that hard work up front and then reap the time savings over and over again. So there's two types of templates that I use on a regular basis and that I suggest that you create for your business. And those are content templates and graphic templates. A content template takes the overwhelm out of content creation. I use a template every time I sit down to write a podcast episode and it allows me to create my content faster because I always use the same format. So when I outline a podcast episode, I start out by writing out all the main points. So for example, this episode I said it's two ways so that I started out outlining what did those two ways consist of. And then after I had those two ways written and fleshed out and I felt like they made sense, I went back and wrote an intro and then a conclusion. It's so much easier for me to do it that way because whenever I try to sit down and write something and I start trying to write an intro, I feel like I have writer's block and the ideas don't flow as easily because most of the time, I already know the main points in my head. I just need to get them out of my head. I don't exactly know how I want to introduce something. So it makes it so much easier to start there and to use my template to collect all my thoughts for the outline. They also help me streamline my editing process. So one template that I use that saves me a ton of time is my podcast editing template. Whenever I need to edit a podcast episode, I start with the template, which has my intro, commercials, and outro music already inserted in the right spots. So all I have to do is add in my new audio, make edits to that audio, make a few tweaks, and then make sure it all flows together. Imagine if I had to sit down every time to edit a podcast and I had to start from scratch inserting the intros, the commercial, the outro, and my new audio. It would take so much more time to find all of those pieces and then line them up correctly. So I'm saving time every single time I use a template to create my content. So a few examples of content templates you might want to create for your business, blog post outlines, podcast editing, webinar outlines. If you do events, you can create a a template for your event presentations or your, your event Pretty much any type of content that you're creating on a regular basis in your business that's written audio or video, you can probably create a template for it. The other type of template that you might want to have is a graphic template. Graphic templates are great for creating visual consistency. So we're all trying to brand ourselves and stand out from the crowd. Well, by using a graphic template, that's how you make all of your images look really similar and on brand, but not quite the same. They also allow you to batch a bunch of images by just making a few minor tweaks. So just imagine if you wanted to create a bunch of quick tips or, you know, little thoughts for, say, Instagram, you could create a few templates and in just a few minutes, you would switch out background images and maybe add new text and you could have a a variety of different images already batched out and created. So templates are great for batch creating graphics. A few examples of graphic templates you might want to have Pinterest image templates, so tall pins, regular size pins, quotes for social media, PowerPoint or keynote templates for your slide presentations, any type of visual content that you're creating, you're going to want to use some type of template. 
And of course, by now you're probably wondering, well, how do I even create templates or where can I get them from? Canva. I always talk about Canva because it's the bomb.com. If you're not a graphic designer, but they have a variety of great image templates available. The majority of them are free and you can tweak them with your own fonts and images. So check them out. I feel like I should be like an affiliate for Canva because I'm always shouting them out. If you're more advanced Photoshop, I love to use Photoshop's artboard features. So that way I can have all my templates on one page, batch create them at one time and export them all out at one time. But Photoshop is for advanced content creators. So don't jump into Photoshop unless you are prepared for that learning curve. Another place is Google Drive. I don't know if you've ever paid attention, but Google Drive will let you create document templates. So if you go into Google Drive where you are creating a Google, a Google Doc, there is a place to upload templates. So you could essentially upload blog posts and podcast templates into Google Drive and access them whenever you need them to write new content. Another place you want to check out for templates is Creative Market. This is a place where you can buy all types of graphic templates, pretty much everything, photos, fonts. Creative Market has it all. Every type of template that you can think of, they have so many options for sale. So definitely consider checking out Creative Market because you might find a few templates that you want to use there. And then last but not least, if you don't want to create your content templates from scratch and you don't want to create Canva templates from scratch, I definitely think that you should check out the Pimp Your Content Playbook, which is the sponsor of this episode because it has eight different content templates that you can use to outline, streamline, and remix your content. It also has Canva templates for the most popular types of content, so that way you can create wonderful, consistent visuals. And it's all wrapped up into one compact bundle. And you can use it over and over again for a variety of different content needs. So if you're interested in that, check out pimpyourcontent.com. But in the meantime, I would love to know, how are you doing with content creation? Are you documenting your processes? Do you already have that documented? Or was that something that was new for you? Do you use templates in your business? Or is that something that's new for you? I would love to know the answers to those burning questions. So you can email me, hello at keepchasingstars.com. And let me know, how are you doing with content creation? And that's it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you love the show, make sure you grab the Be Brilliant Guide where I share the keys to success from my most popular guests. Download it at keepchasingthestars.com backslash brilliant. Now go out there and pimp your brilliance.